Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Downs Rough Podcast. I'm John, joined by JT. Once again, we're doing a Pats review. Uh, they played Sunday at Lambeau, lost 27 to 24 in overtime, making them one and three on the season. But I must say, I've never been happier after a loss. Now, to say I was happy after the loss, I think I, I wouldn't say that. I was honestly really disappointed. But obviously, in retrospect, it's like, you know, we did amazing. Like, we had no chance to win this game and we put it into OT against Aaron Rodgers. Like, I understand that. But I think we could have been a little more aggressive knowing that we were kind of at the disadvantage at the end of the game. And we kind of were like, ah, hopefully the defense stops them. Like, I don't know. It left a bad taste in my mouth at the end of the game. We were doing so well until the very end. All right. So I can elaborate, I guess, on me saying happy, right? Like, I we talked about it last week. We were expected to get torched, right? We made it competitive. And then, you know, when Hoyer goes down early, thanks, thanks to Tua, with all due respect, because of Tua's concussion stuff, Hoyer gets tapped in the head, and the NFL is like, we can't have this again. We can't have this bad publicity again. He's done for the game. They were that was quick. Like they were not just in our game, they, like any time. Like they took it very seriously this week. They pulled so many players. Because he got like tapped. Like it wasn't that hard a hit. He was he seemed fine. Um I must say this, John. Isaiah Wynn is trying to get people fucking killed out there on the field. I, he got replaced by Marcus Cannon. Who How? looked good. <laughs> okay, but how do you lose that job? You're young. You're supposed to be uh, – you got moved to right tackle because you were such a bad left tackle, and now you're such a bad right tackle. Like, come he's not be, good. Oh, I know he's not good, but, like, be serviceable at least. Like, we picked him up off the streets, and he's doing better. Like, I don't know what to say. There's a reason there were so many trade rumors on him, and I think the reason the deal didn't get done was not because of us. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was not because of us the deal didn't get done. I don't know what team would have wanted him. Uh, now no team probably wants him. We're we're stuck with him. So we'll see. I don't know if it means Marcus Cannon's going to get elevated from the practice squad and be the right tackle. I think he should. He was good. The run game seemed to be better with him. It was phenomenal for a bit of that game. I also thought the pass protection was good. It's just Bailey Zapp is an experience and held the ball on too long and didn't know when he needs to throw it away and whatnot. Um, should we just get into Bailey Zapp? Yeah, go ahead. So we went 10 for 15, 99 yards, a TD, no interceptions, I think three sacks. This kid, right, I don't even know where he went his first four years. It was like Houston Baptist or something, right. like some no name. It might. I don't really know. It's, it's like a, I don't even know. And then he goes to D1, Western Kentucky, not like something to write home about and puts up absolute Madden numbers. I think like nearly 6,000 passing yards, 62 TDs, something like that. I don't yeah. know the exact numbers. That, that's about right. And gets him a, a career, an NFL career because of it and props to him. But the jump from Western Kentucky to the NFL is – an absurd one to say. I mean, you saw in preseason, you saw there was arm talent, I will say. There were times it looks good, but truthfully, I don't think he knew where the ball would be going. That's what I gathered from preseason. Um, and he just, he just wasn't ready, which was expected. He's a third stringer. 
we don't plan on them playing, right? So the jump from Western Kentucky to preseason was very known, especially when he's going against third and fourth stringers and kind of struggling a little bit. There's moments, but in general struggling. And then he gets put into this game at Lambeau, going against Aaron Rodgers. You know, he's had three regular season games to watch. He's had practices to develop. And I was freaking out. I'm like, this game's over. This is going to be <laughs> ugly. Oof, you didn't, You weren't even texting me back during the game. I was getting hyped. I was going off in that group chat we have because people love to troll. And I love to troll. But sometimes in certain topics, I can't deal with the trolling. I'm just going to be straight up. So when it comes to, like, you know, let Bailey Zap air it out, I couldn't, I couldn't deal with that. I got angry. I thought it would be a lot uglier than it was. And, you know, he held his own. He held his own. He gave us a chance to win. He gave us an opportunity. He didn't ruin the game. Props to Bailey Zap. That's really my my thing. I feel like you're going to have a bolder take, and I'm going to let you take it. <laughs> no, I, I mean, I'm probably not. I, I don't think uh, I'm too high on Bailey Zap yet. Again, I saw him in the preseason, John. I went to some of those things at Gillette. This guy cannot hit a target if he wanted to it is tough he like sometimes it's like he'll throw a beautiful ball but for every beautiful ball there's like three really inaccurate ones and i'm just like you know that's you can't have that especially on this team like that's not acceptable but he did they kind of did what they did with mac when he was a rookie they really like condensed what he was doing on a lot of the plays they're like obviously we're running it a million times because you know we're not risking it throwing it as much and i think to the to a point for the running attack it, it looked amazing damian mm-hmm. harris looked fresh he was being a dog out there and stevenson had his moments too but i think really damian harris stole the day at the run game he was unbelievable yeah he, he was great it's a it really is a shame because every time i watch him i just know he's gone after this year and it hey i've been preaching it too i love damian harris and he is just no one seems to care but I do want to say Ramondre was fantastic too. Yeah. Um, sometimes it it sucks because you're like, does Ramondre just get worse blocking when he's in? Like there are times where you're like, what's going on? Um, I also think he does more of the outside runs, which are obviously have a bigger chance to not be successful, especially when, you know, our tackles, one of our tackles, I will say, is not great. There was a moment in the game, I guess, where Trent Brown – said to someone, I don't know, but was just like, keep running on my side. Cause he was, was he was yeah. having a field day, but going off the zappy thing, it was just a coaching masterclass and it's a shame it didn't get rewarded and no one's going to talk about it unless you're a Patriots fan. Um, People think we suck, John. People think that we are one in three and dead. Like, but I, I, I said this. Uh, there's a I, there's a couple things I said last week. I want to rebring up this being the first one. I, last week I was like, we have such a veteran team that it almost doesn't like matter who the quarterback is. The floor of our team is going to be the same every game because our defense is strong. We win games with defense. Our run game is strong, and in the pass game we've been trying to put together the whole season. So like we're already you're already there. Insert Mac Jones again at any point this season. Like you know. The sky's the limit if he can develop even a little bit this year. He didn't show us much to start, so we'll see. I mean, 
I still have hope, but I need to know when Max coming back. I definitely have hope because the coaching on all levels was great. I even thought like Patricia's play calling is good to me. Like I think it's been two games. Not only two games, but there were two drives. Those two touchdown drives we had. The play calling was beautiful. Every yeah. single one. Every run was a success. Every pass was a success. I was like the Devontae Parker thing, which, you know, we did. We might have cheesed the clock a little bit there. I think they were really like, we're about to give him two delay of games in a row because and he's it's his first game. Like, we need to relax. So what that was, was. It was close. It was you know, really- there's the, well, there's the, the pushing the clock up, right, that, that the refs do. And when the play clock hits zero, it's supposed to like stay at zero. They put it back up to 40 as soon as it hit zero. So the ref's thinking, oh, we pushed the clock up. That's what it was. When no, it was just a complete delay of game. But honestly, what I what I said, because I was at a like a Pat's viewing party at Gillette. Oh, nice. Um, it was a good time. There was some some annoying fans, but you know, <laughs> whatever. I digress. Um if, I, if you're a Packers fan, you can't be mad at that. There's no reason the Patriots should be in the game. Like, like it's just the kind of thing where, like, if if I was the Patriots, roles reversed, I wouldn't be mad at the, the delay game. I would be like, why is this even a game? Yeah. We should be destroying them. Be close. It shouldn't come down to that. But I want to highlight a moment that, to me, was the biggest, like, coaching thing that was just amazing was – and the the shout out to the CBS TV crew for catching this was you see Bailey Zap literally about to crap his pants on the sideline on the bench like the moment is so big for him and no I don't blame him like first drive yeah an easy pass to Ramondre for two yards and he like completely missed him like I, I think I can Wild. name fifty of people I know who aren't you NFL players you who could. You said it to me. You make you were like every single one of us hits that pass. <laughs> I'm every convinced. single one of us. Yeah, but again, I don't want to like blame him. Like that is, I can't think of in recent time like a bigger moment for a guy to step in, right? Like he's not thinking he's playing this year, and he has to go in Lambo. It's also, mind you, very close to the goal line, so he gets the fans behind him that are insanely loud screaming at him screaming at him because they know he's scared so like i i don't want to get mad at him too or you know critique him too much but what i'm saying is moment's really big and he is like visibly rattled as he should be and you see bill belichick and matt patricia i believe like on a knee in front of him just talking to him calming him down bill is like dumbing down what he has to do really like settling him down and you could see next drive he was he was good to go and you know i don't know if there's a lot of coaches that would be able to do it because that's a tough task to you know take this 24 year old coming from western kentucky after one year he's not expecting to play in his first games in lambo everyone's screaming at him and bill was able to truly calm him down and make him have a good day i mean it was honestly i will say like I know you were really mad. Like I said this when we drafted him. Like I was like, you always need like something on the back burner. You always need a backup quarterback. And you were like, no, it's a waste of a fourth round pick. And I was like, you know what? To that, I say fair. But now it's like, okay, we did this for a reason. It's obviously not going to work out like it should right now. But the point is, what I was trying to get to is that like other quarterbacks, all the other earlier ones, it, 
Bailey Zappi threw the first touchdown of all the rookies. He did. Pickens, on his first pass attempt, threw a pick. Can he pick it, three yeah. in the game. So Two of them were not his fault. But, but it's still a pick. You, yeah. That happened to Mac. It's still Mac throwing picks. Like, all right, I don't care. Yep. But to that point, like, I really think this fourth-round pick may not be as bad as you once thought. I think this might have actually come back a little bit in my favor when I was like, hey, like, this is this is something Bill likes to do, and it normally works out. And but for because because for whatever reason, every time we get to a backup quarterback, the backup quarterback always gets hurt. We always go to the third. It happened with true. Brady, it happened with Jimmy, like it Brissett. It was just like do 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 just keep going down the quarterbacks. As soon as one gets hurt, it's like you just go down the list. That is that, that is fair. I'm still not gonna be out here defending that pick. I mean, I still can't like. Because I can also go, you know, heading into this week, you fully knew Mac wasn't going to play. You could pick up someone off the scrap heap and, you know, he could do exactly what Bailey Zapp did, right? I understand understanding an offense takes longer than a week, but you can dumb it down for the guy and it can be okay, right? Um, so I'm not willing to say, yeah, what I, it, what I will say is whatever you thought of Bailey Zapp, it has to be higher after this week. It has to be. Great you, can, you cannot go out of this week thinking anything worse <laughs> of him. There was clear improvements he, and touchdowns, no pick. I mean, like, there's no he fumbled, but like, yeah, he, again, Isaiah Wynn is trying to get someone killed. <laughs> like, he's literally chasing the defender who's about to blindside Zappy. Like, I'm I'm serious, John. Like I'm really concerned about that. Now that's what we're doing in the first round of the draft. We're gonna get a nice pick. We're gonna get a tackle for the right yes. side because my yes. God, does it? Do we need help? Yes. Um, Andrews is only getting older. We're gonna need a center eventually too. Center is a lot easier to replace than tackle. I will say for sure. And um, just want to say, not that I was negative on the first round pick of Strange. You were higher, obviously. I was not in it. All in. Incredible pick. Like, if you were to grade every first-round pick, he has to be top tier because that dude doesn't make mistakes, and he is fantastic in the run game. And it's, he's a rookie. Like, That's what I said when we made the pick. I was like, John, what if they hit this right and he's the next uh, – who's the Colts player? I Quentin Nelson. What if he's the next Quentin Nelson? He's a guard. So what if we pick him early? They picked Quentin Nelson way earlier. Yeah. And, you know – like Chattanooga small school. I get that. I get the concerns. He didn't look great at the, the uh, senior bowl or whatever, but I mean, he's just looked like a stud out there. He's been a star of our O-line for sure. I haven't really heard much about the right guard. Owenu. I haven't really heard his name. He's been, he's been locked down from what I've seen, at least the tackles in the center, dude. It's, it's just, it's just win, win side. That's, that's the tough part, but it look preseason. We were, not feeling good about the O-line. I think we can agree we're feeling better, even though this week was alarming with win. I just didn't think the biggest issue was going to be win. Like moving to right tackle where it's easier. Like, I yeah. didn't think that was going to be the issue. And, of course, it is. Like, Yeah. It's just unfortunate. Can we move on to the to the defense? Yeah. I want have, to say something? Well, uh, special teams. How about that? 
Special teams. We'll go special teams. Last week on this podcast, John. Did we say I, what I think I, we said? I I was like, I don't know why we have Marcus Bryant taking punt returns. It needs to be Marcus Jones. He's a specialist. This needs to happen. This should be happening. This week, they must have listened to this podcast because they, <laughs> they threw him in there multiple times, and every time was a spectacular punt return. I was like, this is exactly what I've been calling for, and now that it's happening, it's working. He was incredible. Kick returns, too. He was good. And he, I am so confident in him catching it. And when he tucks it, I'm very oh. confident he's not going to fumble it. Like, he seems very safe with it, and I love it. It was he, was he was fantastic. Fantastic. And you know what? I'm glad I could have, you know, seen that was an issue last week, and then they just immediately, they're like, you know what? We also need to start doing this. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, JT, from yeah. time into the podcast, you're right. They must have listened. Had to have. It was impressive too. Like they were keeping him in the game the entire game. Dude, he was like our best offensive weapon. <laughs> no, but it, it was definitely like a punt happened, and I'm like, I need Marcus Jones to get 20 for us to score. Like, and he would do it. He would, and then we'd get a penalty and like a holding penalty, and we're right. just going back 10 yards. And I was the penalties were bad. This is one of the first games of the season where I've been like, penalties are an issue. We got a ton of special teams penalties, which are so unnecessary. Yeah. And I'd say a couple offensive penalties that just killed drives. Like, not that, you know, we were really pushing the ball down the field. (laughs) There were two drives we did, and most of it came from the run game. So, truly a high school offense. It truly was. You said that. You're like, this is Pop Warner right here. This is is Pop Warner. I think I texted it to you. I said, we're playing Pop Warner football. And you know what? We we did a great job. But let's let's talk about the defense, though. You know who we want to talk about. We've been preaching, John. How long? How long have we been talking about this? Preseason. 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 Jack Jones. He is him. And you know what? This is just – you just love Bill for this. Bill just gets corners who are dogs. Absolute dog. He is him. Now, I want to start with a bit of a negative from him because I have one critique. Tackling's a little rough. He's small. He's he's a little small. When he has momentum, his tackling is fantastic. I he think. really throws his body at people. Yeah, like, you can really see it. But he is small, so it's like if he's touching your shoulders, like like kind of when you're coming across, like you're gone. I saw yeah, there was the a couple room, like ten times. A couple times you hope he would have tripped up Aaron Jones. He wasn't able to do it. Romeo Dobbs would have a couple screen passes, and Jones would tackle him, but not before he got five extra yards um so the tackling is an issue the good thing is he's such a good cover corner that usually you know the guy does isn't able to get it there was also one play where i believe was it it might have been the watson christian watson had the reverse jack jones was so stuck on the guy he was supposed to cover because the guy didn't try to block him he, yeah. like, ran a route, I think. So he was stuck on covering him. You wish he would have recognized that Watson has the ball and is going on the outside and try to make a play. But he's a rookie. And for what he did, he, you know, honestly kind of carried the team a little bit for, for a while. He had seven points. 
That was the, our whole first half. The fumble, yeah. great, great punch, punch out. out. They, they then recovered that. it. <laughs> Either way, they do that very aggressively this year, I noticed. They punch at the football more than I've seen any other team I've watched. Yeah. Maybe the Niners do it just as well because that's another team that just – they're looking for fumbles. Yeah. Also, he also recovered the fumble. Yeah, I know. He was a, he was a dog. He fully carried the team for a bit. And another thing, when you were saying, like, you know, his tackling's not as good, I, I think a lot – I think it had to do more with the, the coverage they were playing. They were playing a lot of man and zone. And it kind of they were kind of trying to force Rodgers to take the short and easy stuff. So that's why he's, like, off the guy. So, obviously, when there's a lot of space, he's going to be able to make a move on you. So, like, I don't know if it had as much to do with him not tackling as well or it's just, like, open field versus receiver. And, you know, you're trying not to get burnt by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. It did happen a couple times. So, it was, like, it was it yeah, was noticeable. Jonathan Jones got lucky on that one play. I mean – I think they they had like Tanya got one. Of course, I didn't start him in fantasy. I'm so dumb. <laughs> I saw dig. I saw Duggar was playing, and I was just like, "Oh, it's a lock. He's not touching the ball." And of course, always a touchdown. I want to say something about Duggar, but just to wrap up the Jack Jones thought because that that is our boy. Like our you're you're gonna be every time he does well. I'm sorry, you're gonna have to listen to us talk about how he did well. Pick six on Aaron Rodgers, first one in like 3,500 pass attempts or something rookie, at home. By the way, as, as a rookie, also a tough catch by him. <laughs> like it wasn't a great, you had to kind of. What was the receiver doing on that play? I watched it like a bunch of times. He literally falls. And I was just like, yeah. It wasn't like offensive pass either or defense pass. He's not pushing off him. Like he wasn't even touching him. He just fell. I was like, okay. Yeah. And he's got the swagger with it too. That just. He's, no he's playing bands. football in a hoodie, man. Like no bands today, though. No bands. <laughs> no bands, but he's got a hoodie on. He's he got like, a hoodie on. I saw the hood coming out. Yeah, but and then anytime he was in coverage, other than some screen passes, like lockdown. Um, but very, very exciting. And personally, I'm willing to go as far to say as you need to keep him on the outside. I don't know if that means you put Mills in the slot or even Jonathan Jones in the slot or something. But to me, Jack Jones needs to be on the outside because that is a major part of your future, let alone, you know, this year. Because he's going in. He's not a negative. He's clearly a positive. Um, I think we're slowly starting to see a rise in the young stars of our team. Like, it's really just starting to peak out right now, at least with the rookies. Yep. And there's other young people on our team too. Like, I don't even want to, I couldn't even get like Ramon Dre, obviously like he's second yep. year, like even Damian Harris who's going into his fourth year. Like he's still on a rookie contract. Like he's just, and he's really just coming out this year again as a good running back. And then there's on the defense, like wise coming out. He's not young, but it's a vet. You know, still coming out. Like he hasn't produced Four, fourth game in a row where he was sensational. Oh, I, I thought my boy, is that, is that a Judon jersey? It is a Judon jersey. Backwards crap. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had a good game as well. Quietly, four sacks in four games. Very quiet. But, Very quiet. I mean, hey, four sacks in four games is a good ratio. The the defense was was great. Also, no Lawrence guy, which you you kind of noticed at the end of the game, um, which I do want to oh. touch on a little bit. But my Kyle Duggar thing is, you know. 
I don't know if we judge like who the best tacklers in the NFL are or if that's a thing, but we need to start talking about Kyle Duggar because some of his tackles are absurd. There are times where I like he'll make like four straight tackles, like four straight plays. And I'm like, is he the only one playing defense? <laughs> and like he's tackling big guys. Like it was it'd be AJ Dillon, who is, you know, 250 pound unit running full steam at him and he's stuff scary. like that. You get Derrick Henry scary. He is. Adrian Phillips also had a great game. The messed up part too is they have Aaron Jones to combo with him. That is, and I hate, I hate the the setup where it's Aaron Jones to the one side setup. I think it's called. Oh, yeah, you're right. Tony Romo said it like a million times. I was like, <laughs> I hate that you keep saying this and they keep using these play because then it's like, which way are we going? They they have to though. They they truly. I'll give credit to to Romeo Dobbs because yeah. he is actually legit. I I think. Um, for a rookie, but they really don't have good wideouts. And Tanyan is subpar, maybe he's average. You know, he's letting me down this year. Okay. So yeah, they have to use their elite running backs to the two best offensive weapons for him. Um, I think really just two, two things, maybe two things I want to touch on, and then I'm good. One disappointing year for Barmore. No, getting double blocked more than any other D tackle on our team and on other teams. Yeah, but also like he's not playing a ton of snaps, which I know he didn't play a ton rookie year. Rookie year, he was more like, if we need to apply pressure, you put him in. I mean, yeah, he's not going in on passing downs. Like, you don't but I, I don't know. I was just hoping second year, you know, after that first year, which was so intriguing. A bunch of stats comparing him to great defensive tackles that made you go, "Whoa, you might you might really have something." And year year two seems like almost, if anything, his snaps are decreasing, his yeah. opportunities are decreasing. Just 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 something to note. Maybe you know, considering Bill loves to you know bench Kendrick Bourne because of his practices and whatnot, which I'm not going to go on another rant about that, even though he got more time. Um, you know, maybe Barmore's having some tough practices and he, he wants to make it known that he is. Um, but I think the final thing I want to touch on, because we, we texted about it a bit, because you're a big Mac Wilson guy. Oh. In last podcast, I literally trashed on Jelani Tavai, who had a great game. You know why he's playing. You know why. He can tackle the running back. He can he can tackle the running back. That's that's fair. He he was I'm very not successful. Jones. Not Aaron Jones. He, he was he was successful when he had real opportunities to tackle the guys. I would say. No Raquan McMillan. You're you're hoping Mac Wilson plays more, but truly he he kind of got benched. He played a lot in the beginning for sure, and then definitely got benched. That was. Um, no. I don't know. It's just tough. Like I, I really, I really, I really don't like seeing him out there. But there were times where I'm like, oh, he made a good tackle, man. <laughs> he's. I think he's a good spy linebacker. Like he who spies on the quarterback. Like when that we face yeah. a quarterback, like against Lamar, like it was a perfect example. He's like spying Lamar and like just going to to the sideline. He's always getting there in time because he's fast. Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. a little bit smaller, so like he's definitely not taken down. AJ Dillon, like he's gonna get toasted every time he tries to tackle him. Yeah, I think it's more of a personnel thing. Like, I, it's just there's a lot of players in our team that are like in specific personnel packages. You know, you fit perfectly. 
but like say it's a, a like pass rushing down like we want to get to the quarterback you know like you were saying bar barmore like i don't know if you want barmore rushing the passer up the middle like uh you probably just throw – I don't know who else we'd throw in there. I mean, that's just not my decision. But you can tell the play time's there. Like, the It's not your decision, there. but what what would your decision be? I mean, I'm playing Barmore. I thought he was a dog last that's year. That's what I'm I saying. Playing. I know. I, he probably should be playing more, but – You also don't – didn't have Lawrence Guy this week. Like, That's a good point. I, I don't know. It's – Who played that, instead? It was that they, was it that, that rookie from – yeah, he plays a lot too. Which look, here's the thing. It's just to me at a certain point, you know, we are trying to develop these guys. And and I know, you know, it's the Patriot way, you know, that's more important to the to the coaching staff and whatnot. But at a certain point, you know, you are you are one in three. I know this is intriguing and you think, you know, there is stuff to build on and there is a, a, a world where you can make a playoff run or whatnot. But either way, if you make the playoffs, you're not going anywhere. Right. So I do think there is a certain point where how, how long is a quality going to be a Patriot? <laughs> not as long as Christian Barmore is it's just, it's, that's just a fact. Hopefully. If he is on the Patriots longer than Barmore, I will really not be happy because I don't know. It, it's just a quality is like, okay, but Barmore has a chance to be great. And, and the Patriots just see it as, you know, if we kind of discipline Barmore or really like nail down, you know, the Patriot way with him, he'll have a breakout year, year four, year five. Like, I feel like that's kind of been their strategy with guys, you know, and it's just a little frustrating as a fan. Like we're one in three. We, we aren't elite. I would like to see the guy who had a very promising rookie year, who was a second round pick, play a lot of snaps. That's simple. Who are saying, you know, Mac may play this coming week, you know. They're saying that already. He might. I mean, better have a taped up foot. He wants he probably wants to look good in those throwback unis, you know. He's probably been waiting. <laughs> throwback weekends. Do you think what is going to happen this next week? I bet the Detroit Lions are just so lost trying to get ready for this game. They're like, is Matt coming back? Is Hoyer playing? Is it Bailey Zappi? I mean, Detroit is the best offense in the league. I saw that, but you know, we're going to get some turnovers here. Come on. No, I, I, I have, I definitely have faith. I mean, if you lose this game, season's done. We can, can we agree on that? Oh yeah, we can wrap we can wrap it up. We can we can we can wrap it up. We're still gonna do these, but we're like still gonna, we're still gonna get wins, but it's not gonna be like we're not making the playoffs. Right, right, and we're still gonna do these, you know, reviews and whatnot. It's just we're we're gonna, you know, I think this this game, even though it was a loss, is kind of intriguing because you're like we actually have a legit team. It's just like kind of when Mac comes back, Mac needs to be good if you want some to work. Um, uh- Bill might be tanking our season. I'm going to be honest because the outlook on this game, if had we been two and two right now, had we won that game, had we been a little more aggressive in overtime, like what would we be talking about right now? We'd be like, all right, wait, Matt comes back. We just go on a run. Like it's, that's literally the plan. Now hey, it's man. like, well, like, does it even matter if Matt comes back anytime soon? Like, Hey man, if Bill's tanking, then he definitely was listening to our podcast. Cause that's what I've been preaching. <laughs> Like, yep. He's like, these boys, these boys know. 
I'll put Marcus Jones to satisfy one of them and I'll take for the other. <laughs> but my I do have one more thing, which um, you know, over time, AJ Dillon's kind of just getting chunk yards running plays. And fans at this, you know, watch party I was at were screaming and yelling and being very upset and you know, just tackle him. <laughs> heard a lot of that, right? I don't think you understand and i don't understand this right but i can acknowledge this honestly just like from a science perspective and from like you know even just getting trucked by someone i kind of get this 70 minutes of trying to tackle a 250 pound monster can't be fun and has to hurt so i would i would just appreciate to go a little easy you know when it and try to think a little bit. You know, Why is A.J. Dillon able to get five to six yards every run? I don't know. Probably because these guys don't want to tackle him after an hour of it. The Pats lost the toss. They did their job. They got the stop at first. It was our job to get a field goal, and we couldn't. I don't think you can really be mad at the defense for struggling to tackle A.J. Dillon at the 70th minute. Which, again, goes to my point where why are we not, like, gambling a little bit here? Why are we not just going for it on four? Is it fourth and five? Uh, you take that chance and we lose the game? Totally fine. Don't I, I am kind of with you because I, I think – We're not stopping Aaron Rodgers. What are you guys saying? It was kind of just like all the cards when, – when, when we got the ball, I think everyone was kind of like, it's not ending in a tie. Like – that was our one shot. We stopped him once in OT. That's it. What more can you ask for in OT? Like, that's what I'm saying. Because also, it was a great Marcus Jones return, and you're at midfield. Like, you just need a first down or two, and it's a go field goal it. chance. Got to go for that. Um, It was so conservative and soft. Like, I don't care. if He, he could be. He could throw a pick on that play, and I do not care. Pick six. Don't care. Because the other thing, JT, is – let, let's say their plan's a tie, right? Why? That, that, that's it. That's it. Let's say they get the tie. Okay, you're one, two, and one. And you got the Dolphins who are three and one. And you have the Bills who are three and one. It's like a tie doesn't mean crap. <laughs> it really no doesn't. No win. You, um, you kind of. I was freaking out watching the end of the game. I was like, this is, we, we've lost. As soon as we punted fourth and five, I was like, the game is over. There is no chance. I don't care if it's on there too. They are marching from one end of the field to the 40, kicking the field goal. Or they got even further than that. They got to like the 30. I was like, all right, wrap it up. No, they got really close. But I, I also do have to acknowledge, hey, it is Bailey's epic quarterback. You definitely, you definitely could not, you definitely could not be feeling good that he was under center when you needed a I mean, first down, fourth down. I mean, listen, I, I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but look at the alternative. Like, we just lost the game because we gave the ball back. Could not make a stop. But at the same time, if you're going, hey, four down territory, let's go. It was third and five. Run it again. Yeah, they and we got, I think we, I think it was like second and six. We ran it. it second and six, they ran it, got a yard, and then they went incomplete on third down. That was the one where Bourne was being held. Again, another bad refing miss. Like, yeah. 
Born Lily tweeted about it after. He was like, this is literally the most important play of the game for us, and there's just me being held on the field. There was, there was definitely the refs did not want the Packers to lose. It was it was, it was had, clear. I, I And I'm not going to blame the refs for why we lost. It was okay? the money line. They had the money line. I'm not going to blame the refs for why we lost, but it's just – it was – if you watch the game, you know, and I know people are going to go, oh, but the play clock. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that that – no, that was like – it, it, it was yeah, but at the same time, there were a lot of flags against the Patriots that were just obscure, like, confusing. Like, we get one that entire game, like one real break, and it's like it, – it's a little more, like, visual. Like, you can see that it's a problem. Yeah. People, like, freak out about it, but, like – It was just a constant, what, yeah, what's like, going we, on? Every, we got – I think by the fourth quarter, we had seven penalties for 75 yards. I was like – Yeah, but I'm – I'm not gonna act like refs were the reason we lost. Like, no, no, not at all. But no, no, they won that game. You know, I guess. I guess our point is, you should be looking maybe four down territory, third and five. Run it again. Maybe it's a fourth and two. And now Green Bay's going. Are they throwing or are they passing? Or I mean, are they passing or are they running? It was a bad pass he threw on third down too. That was ugly. It which yeah, did yeah. concern me going on the fourth down. But they were just like, nah, we're not doing that again. Yeah, at a, at a certain point, um, I, I think I've said this before, and I even said it to you, is like the teams that usually play to not lose, lose. And that's kind of what they did at the end. What we did. They literally played to not lose the game. They lost the game. You got you to gotta go for the win sometimes. Okay. But that's also hindsight 2020, and I don't want to, you know, critique Belichick too much because that coaching staff had a masterclass performance in any – Real football fans should be able to recognize that. Hundred percent, they've definitely looked much better. I do like that Patricia's starting to improve. He really has come into his own a little bit as a play caller and make some nice play calls. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate that we're seeing all these good play calls right now, and we don't have Mac Jones. Like it's like, wow, we're getting these really good plays out, not developing our quarterback at all. Like he's going to have to do all this for the first time again. Yep. So it's yeah. tough, but I, I do think it'll be good for Mac, though. So, they, like, Patricia's going to be able to have, like, an identity at this point and be like, all right, I really like running these plays. I think these work. Mac, like, we're going to throw you in there, and it's hopefully going to be more efficient. Now, I'm sure some of them are going to get scrapped because Mac's going to be like, you know, I'm not doing this, obviously. Yeah, yeah let's, let's touch on that a bit, speaking of Mac. Oh, no, he's, he's being a little uh, – uh, Albert Breer, who is usually spot on with his past stuff. Which I hated. I hated seeing it from him. Um, said there's some was it friction, friction issues they, 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 with Mac and with each other, the Patriots, and uh, it has to be about the injury. Like I don't know what we're talking about here. That's what I'd assume, and I think we all were kind of expecting that. But you know, I'm, I don't even know what it's about. Like to be honest, if it's about the injury, honestly, I'm on Mac's side. It's his body. He wants to take care of it the natural way because, like. Truthfully, if you opt for surgery, that kind of ruins your body for a while. Like okay, that's a permanent thing. Rehabbing it's the better way to go, even though it's a longer timetable. Mm-hmm. But you can also look at the Patriots side and go, dude, you are a franchise quarterback, and this is the most important year to develop you. We need you back ASAP. So that's what, all right. Here's what I'm going to say. So what I, from what I understood, it was the Patriots originally wanted Mac to get surgery so he could be back in four weeks. And then Mac was like, no, I don't want surgery. I got a second opinion. It sounds like it's a better diagnosis than a, like a severe high ankle sprain. 
and now I, they're not doing surgery. Like he has had not had surgery. He's just he's just growing it, like letting it heal naturally. But people are saying he's gonna play like this soon. I don't know how we've come come to here where it's like, oh, Max Mac could play next week with his like hurt ankle. I think he I'm could. Like, how was it? Uh, they just gonna tape it up and it's just like healed, like. I don't understand why we were talking about surgery then. Why were we ever talking about surgery? There's a lot of, you know, stuff in medicine to be able to like dull pain. I mean, you, you see Herbert with his issues and they put a shot on him and he can play. I mean, it's, he's I mean, clearly Aaron injured, Rogers, but Aaron Rodgers is taking Xanax during games. Well, yeah. I mean, maybe honestly, he might've done it during our game. Look at his first half and the second half. It was the Percocets. That's have you, have you seen that? The interview where it's clear oh, he's high oh, and the, the first oh. half stats are he had 34 yards. And I think an interception and the second half stats are he had 287 yards and three touchdowns. And he said he took the painkillers at halftime. So it's like, that's what it was. But um, the other thing is Pat's could have denied a second opinion. But not, like, why, why would you like, they're out, they're out being optimistic. Too. No, like, I, I understand, but I'm saying as far as Mac and the Patriots having friction, I feel like, there's no reason to have friction because the Pats like, this is what we want you to do. And he said, I want a second opinion. They went, okay, get your second opinion. And then he tells them the second opinion and they go, okay, let's roll with that. Like, I, I, I don't so know why. That, so that makes me go, is it about the injury? But then what else could we be talking about? Is Mac already looking for a contract extension? Like it, there were not that far out. It, does he want more weapons? Which to be honest, no, this is the dumbest narrative. No. I have heard from anybody who isn't a Patriots fan. It's that there's no weapons. You have Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, who you don't use. Okay. But that is not on the Patriots or the coaching staff. Oh, John who got hurt too. I actually didn't get an update about that. John who did get hurt. But point is two tight ends who are good. You can't deny whether they're good or not. They may not be performing, but they're good. Right. Is that fair to say? hundred percent. Okay. Nelson Aguilar at worst is a wide receiver too. I think that is fair. Obviously, right. If he goes to, you know, the dolphins, he's wide receiver three, but I'm saying on the average team, he's yeah. a wide receiver two. Jacoby Myers is probably a high end wide receiver too. Another two. We have a lot of twos. Kendrick Bourne. No. I think's one, but no, he's a two. He's a he. He is for sure too. And obviously, maybe this is where Mac has issues. Is he's not playing enough? Could be. Devontae Parker is a wide receiver too, as well. So you got four wide receiver twos, which you know is good. And then you have two arguably tight end ones. And then you have your halfbacks who are great, and you have a solid O line. I think you have enough there. <laughs> You, you have a better supporting cast than some of these other guys have. I don't I, – like, I just can't see it about, like, being – like, he's like, I want weapons. Like, like yeah, you played at Alabama with, the like, three of the best receivers ever. Like, my bad. To me, the Bourne thing makes the most sense because he they're, they're boys. It. I actually do think that could be it. That, that makes the most sense if he's like, yo – he needs to play more. Like he's open all the time. But would that really cause friction with him and like the organization rather than just like the coach? That's true. Like I don't or know. Maybe, like, maybe like, apparently these are big. Like this is friction between him and the Patriots, and I don't understand that. I don't know what that means. 
hopefully we get a little more clarity on that in the future. I'm sure that it, will it, it's it's annoying, but you know, Matt Mac amazes me and he, you know, makes me awfully he, he's making me question. He's it. making me question some things, which I was super high on him. You know, I've had some takes on him. I thought he's been had a great rookie year and I was very hopeful. And this year, I'm not 180ing, but he's making me start to go, hey, you know, if we do bad enough, you know, I like Will Levis out of Kentucky. I think he's pretty good. You know what it is, John? What? All of a sudden, you know, last year we were we, everything felt nice. It's like it's like a girlfriend almost, you know, it starts out always quite great. And then all of a sudden, Sean, there's just these little red flags that just <laughs> they just keep popping up. And they seem to be popping up a lot more often lately. <laughs> at a rapid rate. At a rapid rate. And I do not like that trend. That needs to change. He needs to get back on the right foot with the team and as like being healthy. Like he's in trouble right now. Like he's not playing. Like you're not developing in your second year. Like we say it all the time. Very important. So, you know, that's just hard. I also do want to say there are plenty of Hall of Fame quarterbacks who have struggled their second year. Yeah, 100%. Tom Brady. I want to see him improve. Really I want to see him regress. Yeah, no, obviously improve throughout the year. Um, you know, honestly, the best thing he's done this year is provide us with a Pats quote of day-to-day. That's <laughs> the best thing he's done all season. But yeah, Belichick for that, though. Final, final thing I want to say before we wrap it up, talking about Max Weapons. I'm just going to say all the the QBs in his draft class who are playing, and you tell me, would you rather Max weapons or the other QBs weapons? Just a quick thing. Trevor Lawrence. I think we'd rather ours, no? Am I, I would say Jaguars, ours, Jaguars. but I will admit it's close. If someone says Jaguars, I don't fault them. I, no, I would fault them. I, I don't, I, the only good receiver they have is Christian Kirk. But you could – but at the same time – isn't he just a wide receiver two playing at wide receiver one, right? Like, so like, why would I want hit there? Yeah, I don't want that. Yeah, so Mac, so, Zach Wilson. This this could be a. I, I might say Zach Wilson, honestly. It, at least with the future of like the receivers you have, because you have Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, who are two really good young receivers. Even though Elijah Moore hasn't produced for shit in yep. fantasy at all this year, which is really making me sad because I was really high on him. We both in. were, yeah. Oh. That but was- I, will, I will say Zach Wilson. Well, yep. Uh, obviously, this guy's hurt, but Trey Lance. I I would say Debo. Mac because after Debo, what do you have? Ayuk. I guess that, Kittle. I- Kittle, too. Kittle. I mean, it's another tight end one. That doesn't make too much of a difference. He does block better, though. So, so – it's I'm going to rebuttal here. Would you rather the Pats weapons with their scheme or Niners weapons with their scheme? Because I think the Niners scheme is horrendous. So I was going to say, I definitely don't want the Niners scheme. That so is. to me, that's Patriots. But if you want to say Niners just based on their weapons, yeah, Niners have better weapons. But if I'm looking at an offense who I'd rather play with, Patriots, if I'm a quarterback. I don't get the Niners, dude. They're they're such a weird team. They're actually um, on right now, and I don't have them on. I would, I would love to see someone try to debate this next one. Justin Fields, whose oh, weapons man. would you rather have? Yeah, Zen Kill Harry. They are horrific. <laughs> Patriots. And then finally, Davis Mills. Brandon Cooks. I mean, Brandon Cooks, I Damian Brandon. Pierce. No, Nico I mean, Collins. After, after, after Cooks, it kind of. Yeah, no, I mean, it's Patriots. 
it falls off heavily. It was what I was going to say. I so don't who, I don't even know who their second receiver is on that team. Is it Kenny still still? I think it's Nico Collins. Okay. That, that can't be good. Yeah. No, he's not great. But my point is if, if you're looking at, if you're Mac and you're comparing to all your other counterparts in your draft class, clearly you have the best offense. I would <laughs> think not best, but you, your offense is fine. It shouldn't be an issue, but. I don't know. It's something to wait and see what all those issues are, but I hope it's not a weapons thing. Cause that's just like childish to me. No, I, I don't think it is, John. I think we're fine, but I think we'll wrap it up there unless you have anything else. No, I think that's it. I will say, I think, I just think this is a uh, media attention that just doesn't matter. To be honest, it's, it happens once in a while. And I think, uh, Max coming around that age where there's going to be some rumors and stuff, but it was like Bill and Tom. Like, yes, they they hated each other a little towards bit. the end. Towards the end, but they were homies for a very long time. When there yeah. was tons of stuff being said about them, and they were like, they would laugh at the media. They're like, you know, they think they know us, but they really don't. Yeah, and I think that could be a little case of that happening here. I am a little worried. Mac is a little bit younger. You know, he might be a little more in touch and know like his boundaries where he doesn't feel comfortable, and he's like, hey, I'll. I'll leak to the media right now that I don't even like being here. And it, that would blow up. Like, yeah, but maybe, maybe it is nothing, right? Like he's still sticking to the whole Patriot way with the interviews, you know, like yeah, nine questions and you're probably going to take a day to day. Or like, but, how's the foot feeling? He's like, I don't know what that means. Talk to Bill. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm just asking you how it's feeling. He's like, awesome. Thanks. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love they his interviews. I was like, that great. was a great answer, Mac. But uh, all right, yeah, we can wrap it up now. Also, just quick joke. I saw something that said Bailey Zap looks like he's meant to play Mac Jones in a Netflix doc. <sighs> Look at them side by side; it's pretty uh, funny. But like, yeah, little brother. Yeah, but that—that's all we got. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, it's a win. Error. <laughs> I don't know what I want. <laughs> I think we. I think we tank, but I think we will win. Hopefully, we have something to talk about. <laughs> Hopefully there's a lot of passing. Hope it's a lot of zappy. That would oh be- God! All right. I hope, I hope Hoyers can cuss, and I Hopefully, really get yeah. to see zappy do everything I, this week. I said no last week, but zappy I think I'd rather zappy than Hoyer as from an entertainment standpoint. So, although I didn't think Hoyer was playing fine, he didn't really do much when he played. But it was like yeah, it was just, serviceable. We were moving. Him. It's not, you know, it's not zappy driving us <laughs> down the field twice in a row for two touchdowns. But stop. All right, we're done. We're done. All right, well, we'll see you next week after the Lions game. Uh, See you then.